Natasha. Yes. So, guys, attempt number 100 to start on time. We are 15 minutes. You have to explain properly. I, I'm about to. <laughs> okay, give, me, give me the opportunity. Right, you, can, you continue putting your eyes on. Mm-hmm. So, attempts number, as I was saying, before I was so rudely interrupted, attempts number 100 um, to start on time. It's now actually 16 past because of your interruption. It's, you've given me an extra minute to add on. 16 past, we should have started 16 minutes ago. And Natasha's here, removing her eyes and putting on her eyes. And now she's charging her phone. You have to explain. I want to your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that we are lawyer, but we are lawyer. We are lawyer. So what happened today? Not traffic, man. Like, literally, the pandemic is so over. I miss, it is. like, pandemic tra- time traffic. Mm. Where, like, you just cruise through. Manja Katesi, you... I don't know. I, I I know you say that, but I have not seen a difference. Like it takes me an hour. It's every time, unless we are starting a bit later. If we're starting at eight, then maybe it should take me forty minutes. But it takes me an hour. Like for six, it takes me an hour to get here. Do you use the M twenty five? No, what I use, use the A four six. But that's because I use the A twelve. Mm. But it's, but it's I, just, the A roads are usually busy. But the A four six has more lanes though. Does it not? But there was literally st- there's two lanes and it goes into three lanes and something. Anyway, here we are, guys. Episode. So I was putting on my contact lenses. Episode ten when Natasha is late, but really it's episode seven. Hey guys, anyway, I'll start saying that is episode whatever when we go into the eighties because the seven. <laughs> I think this is gonna be seventy-seven. Oh my god, seventy-seven. <laughs> Yeah, so episode that of Girl in Sky's podcast with me. God? No, come on. We can remix it, guys. With me, Chloe. And I sometimes... And me, Natasha. Ah, I'm so, so confused. <laughs> God. I sometimes... Oh, God. Like, what? Start again. Start okay, again. so, guys, welcome to our episode, uh, Girl in Sky's podcast with me, Chloe. And me, Natasha. I sometimes... Go I sometimes go by Michelle. I sometimes go by Nat. Ah, you, you so say weird. Me, oh, and just and Kali. I don't. I don't know. How yeah. do we say it normally? To say it. I normally say, "Welcome to Girl Guys Podcast" with me, Natasha, and Kali. Ah, okay. So you say and Kali. Yeah. And, and then I was like, I sometimes go by Nat. I sometimes go by Michelle. Yes, yes, Michelle. Walk on, walk on. Walk, walk on. on. What's happening? Oh, nothing much, nothing much getting settled. What's going on? Have you put your eyes on? Yes. Do you know I cannot, that's one thing that I can't, I can't handle. Mm-hmm. Like What eyes. contact lenses? Yeah, I can't, if someone is putting them on or taking, I can't look. A lot of people are a bit squimsy, squimish when it comes squimsy to Squimsy is fine. Is that a Zimbabwean? I don't know. Is it squimsy. a word? I never heard it. <laughs> a lot of people are quite squimish. Squimish, yeah. About it, um, but yeah, I I do wear contact len- lenses. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is. Uh, is it not just easier than to have wear glasses? Like, for- <laughs> oh my god! So, have you ever asked me this question? I, I probably have, right? Because okay. it upsets me. 
to see people messing around with their eyes. So it's so funny because when I was coming here, I just had so I had so so many issues with my contacts because actually mm. it was my first time on the tube. Um on the underground, which mm-hmm. I haven't been in a very, very long time. It was so uncomfortable um, just being in close proximity with everyone. So let me explain. Mm. Okay, so I wear uh, contact lenses. Um, generally, there are two types of contact lenses. Uh, you have soft contact lenses mm. and hard contact lenses. Um, Ooh, most like people. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> behave, behave. I would come again. Anyway, carry on. So most people. Um, so if you wear glasses mm. to to correct your vision, most people can um, alternate that with soft contact lenses. Right. So most people, when you see them saying, oh, sometimes I wear glasses, sometimes I wear contact lenses, they'll be wearing like the soft ones. So literally oh, the see. material is, it's soft, Flexible. right? Hard contact lenses, literally it's like glass, right? So is that what you prefer? No, 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 no. Let no. me explain. So, okay. So the reason I wear hard contact lenses is because uh, I need to, <laughs> to say this properly because... Uh, I, I, I never like saying I have something because it is not mine. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. It is not mine. Mm-hmm. So the, the opto, optometrist, whatever, mm-hmm. and ophthalmologist mm-hmm. um, uh, say that um, basically I have what's called keratoconus, right? So keratoconus Phew, is... Sounds dangerous. So keratoconus is, um, affects the, your cornea. Right, mm. so it means that the sh- it, it, your cornea is is weaker, and it means uh, in in lay terms, the the shape of your cornea is shaped like a rugby instead of a football. Okay, so like pointed, yeah, like rug- instead of a football. Yeah, right? so round. So the reason you wear hard contact lenses, so so with keratoconus, there's there's different levels to it. You can have very mild, which means you can still wear glasses and it's fine. Mm. And as it progresses, um, then a lot of people wear hard contact lenses. So what a hard contact lens does. So imagine you are trying to conform the shape of your cornea to a a soccer ball. So that's why you wear hard contact lenses so that it's... yeah, it it conforms the shape. So so with me for a very long time, when I started having issues like with my sight, I remember I went to Specsavers. When I tell you the thickness of the glasses really? that they prescribed me, you'd be like, but it didn't really make sense because without anything like I could see. So it it wasn't an issue of like being short sighted mm. or long sighted or like the traditional. So it's only when I went to another, um, you know, an, another eye, eye doctor, you know. So I, my personal experience with these, like, big brands is, you know, they don't care. They just want to give you the glasses, right? But these ones, they're like, no, go to an eye clinic. So I ended up going oh, really? to, like, Whips Cross. So, like, in London, for example, there's Moorfield Eye Hospital, which is, mm. like, the, the the main one. Yeah. And then they went and they were like, okay, um, you know, this is what... You, so you have hard contact lenses. So... 
Um, so yeah, and then some people like the severe ones they actually ha- end up get, getting like cornea transplants. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's 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 a thing that um affects. Let, let me let me let me Google it. So actually, it's it's funny that that you mentioned it because I've always thought to myself, ish, you know, if I had been in Zim, you know, I wonder if I would have had, like, if I would have got the right, um, you know, interventions for this. Mm. Um, because actually, and, and that's why, do you know some people, have you met some people who squint all the time? Mm. It possibly could be keratoconus. Because the reason you're squinting is you're putting pressure on your cornea mm. so that it sharpens your vision, Right. So with me, for a very long time, um, yeah, so that's why, like, contact lenses give me the best vision. Like, right. when I wear the hard contact lenses. And and because they are hard and it's like glass, when there's dust or when there's... So you can imagine the irritation against, right. like, against that the, the hard. Axle, yeah. So it's it's actually sort of like... So I always kind of have to explain it to people around me because for a very long time, I used to struggle. Like sometimes you'll see me starting to cry and I would have to explain, which, you know, I need to get my contacts off and whatever. But then now I do, I, I fortunately now also have glasses, but I wear glasses like at home to rest. But, but why, why didn't you just eat carrots when you were younger? No, that's not what it is. It's it's not uh it's 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 not <laughs> it's it's not um it, it's okay, let, let me Google it. It's it's not how I don't know. I don't know if you can prevent it. Oh, Obviously right. there's things like maybe like eating carrots. No. I mean <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe general eye health, right? Mm. But things like maybe not rubbing your eyes. That they because mm. I remember one of the questions that they asked me is, uh, do you smoke? And I was like, No. Um let me let me show you. Because they actually really don't know what the what the causes of um keratoconus are. It's mostly sort of like uh, genetic. Mm. So if there's a family history um of of it. So here they they say um, you know, what are the factors that can increase your chances of developing keratoconus, having a family history of keratoconus, rubbing your eyes vigorously, um, having certain uh, conditions um, such as, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you guys can can look this up. So I remember I actually even asked my dad one time, and I was like, how's your sight? And he was like, you know what, like I I do have to kind of like squint on it. So I've always thought to myself, oh, you know what, when I go to Zim, I may take, I know it's not like the right size, I may take some old contact lenses and just say to him, can you try try this and see if it works? If it actually yeah. works. It so, which is why I'm saying that literally I believe that there possibly are many people that are just being misdiagnosed and being given the glasses and it's the wrong glasses. Mm-hmm. So so that's why you'll come across people that always have headaches mm. and always have like eye issues just because maybe it hasn't. So one of my wishes is when I do have money um, or when I have the means is to actually like do something at home around mm. keratoconus mm. and around because they're like the lenses are expensive. Mm. Like one is like... One is like almost well, a pair is like 114 pounds. Wow, and that is under for NHS. the hard ones, yeah. So I, I literally have to always, yeah, 
It's expensive. So yeah, but no, I mean, we we're not going to talk about that. But hopefully, it's 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 helpful to yeah, to someone. So mm. yeah, guys, you can Google it. It's called keratoconus. Um, and yeah, like like I said, my wish is to at some point do something. But I'm open to kind of like you know, I don't know. I'm sure you can like get in touch with different organizations that mm. do these things and um, yeah. To help people, but mm. so that's that's the so every time people ask you why you don't wear glasses, it turns into a twenty minutes, and it has been. Yeah, we started it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I again, I hope it is helpful. Indeed, I hope if somebody out there is like you know who's maybe suffering from it can look up and at least knowing as well. Sometimes it's the knowing yeah. that helps to um it makes things a little bit better because yawonga was. Exactly, exactly. So and why am I not surprised that you like the hard ones? Gosh, but the, no, like you, you're not going to turn this this uh, sufficiently scientific. You know, I think this is the most science, scientific you're ever gonna get from me. But yeah, but no, it was like when I when it first happened, it was so scary. Apparently, it affects a lot. Like when you're in your twenties and stuff like a lot of people that's when it starts um you know and i remember like it was so funny like i could literally over a month like i could feel the difference oh really in my side i remember i was at uni and i was like what is happening with me and then like when i was reading up it was so scary because mm-hmm. like the people were saying trans but the thing is the good thing is it's you know, if it's managed, some people manage it but just by wearing glasses yeah. and it's fine. Some people, they wear soft lenses. Some people, they wear what they call piggyback, two contact lenses. Oh gosh, that's awful. Yeah. Um, and then so, but I've, I've and, and then what's, what, what that's, to, what that's doing is it's arresting the keratoconus. Mm. So like with the hard lens, so with me, like I've, I've had this since, when was it? 2008. Mm. Yeah. So like it's 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 I yeah, it's arrested. So actually mm. even like my last review, they're like, oh, like the vision has improved. Oh, that's good. So it is um yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that um informative uh you know, little mini sode on keratoconus. That's and I think, you know, whilst we're on the subject of Zim. I wonder if we could maybe just talk about, you know, last time on the episode we spoke about, or the question was asked, like, or you asked me, like, would I build or would I um, buy land in Zim? Mm-hmm. And on the Garden Skies page on Instagram, the questions, what the question was asked, um, like, you know, would you and wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting the the feedback that we ca- that we got following that um following that question Mm -hmm. but i thought what would be interesting was just to kind of like look at what is available in terms of purchasing land or building Mm -hmm. because there's a few groups on that that i personally have seen on facebook okay um where they are offering like land you know buying land as as a uh do you buy land in bulk 
But do you know what I mean? Like they buy like yeah. 66 hectares and then share like it. Like as among- a collective. Or- yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's a much better word. As a collective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so then finding individuals who are interested. So then, if, for example, if you've got 66 hectares, you are then looking for people to take up 66, 66, 66 hectares. Um, so whether you can, you can buy one, you can buy two, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, so you do it as a group. You go in, you put your monies together and you buy the land. And I've, it's not something that I personally have, have seen through to fruition. Mm-hmm. It's something that I have been interested in and something that I've looked in. Um, and, you know, there's definitely... I think there's definitely a market for it because from what I've seen, people have um, pro- progressed and bought the land. And what I'm waiting, what I what I have, the bit that I haven't heard is mm. the title deeds. Like saying, oh, you know what? I've got my title deeds in my hand and I'm now preparing to build or whatever it is. So I haven't seen or heard that bit. But of course, we have mm. seen a lot of things, um, a lot of people building, a lot of people... Um, either just doing farming or whatever it is on this on this land mm-hmm. you know um the last i saw was in a facebook ad and this was back in december 2020 mm-hmm. and it was bulawayo stands for sale in upper range more um close to embundani is that how you say that Entumbani. No, not Entumbani. Embundani. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Next to Mkanini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the stands are titled deeds. Services available. Boho water and boho water. Hey. Boho mm-hmm. water and electricity. Mm-hmm. All you needed was $250 and national ID. To do what? To get started, right? Right. So the 200 meter square piece of land was priced at 6000 So you needed to deposit $3,000 US dollars and then so forth and so forth. So the prices increased. So if you wanted a corner stand, for example, at 600 meter squares, I don't know like how big that is. Mm -hmm. Um, That was 15,000 US dollars. So, and then I think the process is after you have paid up your, your US dollars, like Mm -hmm. you've paid the 6,000 US dollars for the 200 meter square, Mm -hmm. you would then get you know, they'll put you in touch with architects. Um, so before the architects, they'll put you in touch with con- a conveyancer, mm. like, you know, to kind of source, to sort out the legal part of things. Then you get your title deeds. Mm. And then they can also put you in touch with architects as well. So it was like a bit of a, a collaboration with people. So who was this with through? So Ntolazi Queens does it. I've seen something similar. So Ntolazi there's a Queens. group called Ntolazi Queens. Yeah, it's on Facebook. And okay. Okay. Just, exactly. Okay. They do it as well. So they do it quite a lot. And mm-hmm. you can go on to like um, WhatsApp groups okay, and stuff to take things further if you're interested. Yeah. So? So it's just, you know, so that's the, that's the information that's there, right? That's how you can do it from... UK and I'm I'm assuming it'll be the same in uh whether you're in diaspora. Actually, it's not even just UK, it's anywhere in the world yeah, you can yeah. because you pay in dollars in Zimbabwe. Mm. So you pay your money in Zimbabwe, you get and everything else is done in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Right? 
So it was just, you know, that is the information that's there. That is how to do it. And now the question that we were asking is, would you do it? So we, there was a few comments on, on Instagram of people who were like, you know what, I have tried this. Mm. It hasn't worked for me. Um, there was people who were like, the problem is there is, the workmanship is not as, as up to standard as mm. it should be, mm-hmm. you know. So it you know there's just a mix. I don't know if you should read some of the comments. Yeah, I think we should read some of the comments, but also I think we should make clear that this is the information that's available. But we're not endorsing these people. We don't no, know. No, we them. are not. Um, although I mean I've heard of Gogi and I've um I've know of people who've been involved in some of their work, but you know, you guys would have to do your own research and satisfy Absolutely. yourselves. Yeah. Um because Sometimes every time it's so funny. Like when I go into on on Facebook, sometimes you know Ezra. Um, yes. Like he's always I don't know. Like he's like the Facebook chief. Like Jan. like Like there's always like really? issues. Like oh, there's issues with this land that was bought by this group, mm. but these people now don't. I'm like, huh? This is interesting. But uh, no, no. So I think it's. Let me not preempt my thoughts. So let, no, let's no. read the comments. Yeah, let's read the let's comments, read the comments because on, it's mm-hmm. literally, um, it's, it, and these are, I'm sure there's plenty more people who are offering these services, right? Yeah. But we, what we are saying is like, we're presenting, oh, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. We're presenting you the information. Um, this thing. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, <laughs> highlighting. Yeah, go on. Sorry, I was playing a, a, a clip from... Yeah, go on. Sorry. Um, so there's a lot of information out there in regards to this. So we are just presenting you what we have seen. Um, and, you know, we just we just want to have a little bit of a discussion. So some of the comments that um, were in response to the question, would you buy and would you, or, you know, would you buy land mm-hmm. or to build in Zim? So Muse by Mimi said, yes, I would but only where the title deeds are available. The situation at home can be dodgy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read a couple more. So Pierre, uh, Gasson Pierre was like, not with Operation Murambatsuina, it's Fecha, Fecha. So mm. um, Kesla was like, yes, I would. Mm-hmm. So those are just some. And and then um, Simbi Janja was like, I would love to, but uh, I can't trust anyone not even the city council, mm-hmm. you could buy and then down the line, it was all fake or some other nonsense. It's a pity, really. Mm-hmm. That's one. Um, and then um, one tough mass was like, not worth the stress for no returns. Mm-hmm. Um, and also going back home after 50 plus years is a myth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bex underscore the last one was like, so... He said the rural land is under the jurisdiction of the chief or Sopo. They give you uh, a huge chunk and you can build whatever under no restrictions. Unless it becomes overpopulated, then government will be forced to subdivide. There is no title, there are no title deeds as well. Uh, the land belongs to the community. You abide by their rules. So go build wherever your ID allows. Visit the chief ask and he or she will allocate you most likely near your family homestead. So I think that's the issue about rural, so rural land, mm. like 
because it be it's community land, mm. yeah, not title deeds. Mm. So I, I remember those those are some of the comments, like when people were talking about the people that were building a plum tree in mm. like rural areas. Mm. That yeah, it's fine, you know, because the 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 land has been allocated to you by the chief, but there are no title deeds, which means that if there is a dispute, you don't have the full um, locus of the law behind you. Because right. I'm sure if you have your title deed, it's it's, it's yours. It's, it's yours, and yeah. so there are certain places where you know that's fine, which are not under a jurisdiction of the chief, which are not uh, categorized as rural areas. Mm. So for me, that would be my hesitation about being in, in a rural area. But again, mm-hmm. you have to go back to the why. You know, mm. is this just like a you because. I think, yeah, you really have to go back to the why you purchasing. Because maybe if you have the lens that we have in the West, because property is a big investment. Mm. So you're also doing it in, in thinking, oh, it may appreciate in value and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think you probably, if, if that's your thinking, then yes. then no. Yes. Um, and, and there was something along those lines. Um, I, again, I think this is Pierre who was like, he wouldn't buy because the property market back home is overinflated. He says that there are no market forces that determine prices. Um, you know, I'm just going to cut through this a bit. Um, he says... Oh yeah, so I mean that's that's genuinely what you're saying. Someone wakes up thinking that I need five hundred thousand, so I'll sell my dilapidated house for that price. Mm. Ask them how they came to that price, and they can't explain it. The demand isn't there to drive prices that high. Look across the border and see what you can buy for that kind of money, which is a which is a a, a thing, right? Because mm. with the money that you are buying, um, again, I've seen houses that are being um, advertised in Zimbabwe for crazy amounts of money mm-hmm. like it's not even it's not it's not well maintained you know and not that they are not all women there are, the, there are places that are well maintained but there are houses that i've seen that are not well maintained mm-hmm. and for that money you could buy something equally as um something better in neighboring south africa for example if the opportunity was there mm-hmm. um but he he also talks about uh, poor workmanship at what cost he mentions this is this is uh, how you you see that someone is out in the diaspora Pierre mm. he says you can't get buildings insurance you can't get la- <laughs> <laughs> he says you can't get latent defect warranties absolutely no insurance it's a home yes but I can't invest in a country that's so volatile and has so much instability I think people confuse nostalgia holiday enjoyment and real life in them Mm. Um, diaspora and same as Vani's Vani will sort me out this Uzang if I get a planning um, but of course that always has its own issues mm. and then um, so there was a comment from um, MJ where mortal mm-hmm. um, and these apologies people. sorry guys um, so because the question was like would you buy land and mm. then he was like never ever <laughs> In a country where property rights are not respected, never, ever. Mm. And then Afro Mufasa was like, can you please expand? Mm. Um, and then he went on to say, gladly, he's like, I'm from Zim and there's a lot that could go wrong there. For starters, you could buy land today mm. and the council or friends of those with connections could deem your purchase illegal mm-hmm. and make up some municipal law to support that. This could happen years after all is done. 
um, one reason why this happens is some municipal offices make it mandatory that you can never keep your own land title, mm. right? Um, this means someone with access can sell your land over and over to different people without you ever knowing, mm. or you could buy someone's land without ever knowing. In that case, your land and or house um, on it gets taken away with no compensation or formal process. It happens all the time. Even if that weren't the case, if I built a house and rented it out, I have no credible way of getting uh, rental proceeds out there. I wouldn't be able to access my Zimbabwe bank account. There is no true Zim currency. Using US dollars is illegal, whatever. And then, um, yeah, I said, it's so crazy that it also happens with graves. I swear yeah. I was shocked. It's like where if you purchase a plot to be buried, someone at council could sell it to someone else mm. and provide paperwork to see without you ever knowing graves. If that doesn't <laughs> deter you from building <laughs> anything there, I don't know what will. Um, and then uh, it was interesting because um, Dr. P, um, uh, Dr. Underscore Pam One was like, Absol- absolutely. Um, I, I would buy land in Ghana. So and <laughs> okay. then I was I was like, oh, like what's the process in Ghana? So it was interesting that someone from Ghana was like, yeah, of, of course. course. And then like people from Zim were like, like ah, ah, it's hell to the no, no, no. It's interesting because um, and it's it's quite refreshing to see that people have also done like their research and you know that they're they're looking into it. But that being said, you know, there have been people who that there has been people who have um, successfully bought land, um, and but we don't hear from them. So I think there's also that bit, there's also that that element that we kind of need to hear the if there is any good, if there is a good side, you know, because it's an investment, right? Right? Quota, it, 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 I would see it like, you know, if I was to buy a home, mm-hmm. I'd be looking at it for, you know, when I suppose when I'm older and, you mm-hmm. know, I guess we talked about that whole living in two countries kind of thing. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. going home. So you want to go home to a place where you can be home. And, you yeah, know, you yeah. can't, yes, there's an, you can stay in hotels. Yes, you can stay with family, but it's nice to have, if your you are home. able to, to have your own home. Yeah, but yeah. it's just everything else that comes with it. It's everything else that comes with those eggs in that basket. Who's looking after it when you're not home? How are you maintaining it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and all these other things. But it'll be interesting. So guys, if you, if you have got property back home, let us know what the process was like for you mm. and how are you actually maintaining it? How are you actually doing it? Like if there's any positive... And I'm sure there are positive stories about this. We want to hear, we want to hear from you. Yeah. And I think the more I think about it, right? And I think a lot of people sort of articulate it. And actually, interestingly, there's someone who also had asked on Twitter um yesterday or something. Mm. Um actually, I think the question was, would you go back home? Right. Type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a broader question. Mm-hmm. But interesting, also people were kind of saying. Yes, but mm. you know, and then the property thing was 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 coming up as well, and I think the more I think about it, is 
Do I want a place in Zim? I think I said this before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. Let me, I don't want to be going home and be going to hotels all the time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to, 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 to go to a place that I call home. But I think I would have to be at the position where I really have that additional uh, income mm-hmm. that I'm saying, okay, this mm-hmm. is my... I'm not really using it for investment because Mm -hmm. if you rent it out Mm. in Zim, right, from speaking to people who rent out properties in Mm. Zim, they they say, to be honest, they don't, especially if if they are outside of Zim, they're like, Mm. we don't really see the benefit of it, right? Mm. And then are my levies and all these things that, that, Mm. you know, that, that come up. So for me, it would have to literally just be an investment. And then on that point, actually, I reached out to a friend of mine who I know. Mm. So he has uh, properties in Zim Mm -hmm. and SA. Mm -hmm. So I know like a number of years ago, um, he had um, invested. So I'll I'll just read out like some of his because he was supposed to send us a voice note. But because I just wanted to kind of find out from him like, Uti, okay, so what what have been your Mm. takeaways from, you know, the, the investments you made, Zim and SA, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, um, let me see. <laughs> so he was like, first of all, Zim, man. Mm. And then he was like, in Zim, buying a property is only to please family and friends. Unless you are Zim-based, a Zim property is not even worth discussing as the return is irregular and not guaranteed. Um, and then he said with with South Africa, he's like, because um, I think he got some properties as investments. He was like, the return is good, but currently with COVID, with people losing their jobs, um, and the the government like saying that there can't be any evictions, like many mm-hmm. landlords are losing out. And then he was like, on average, the South African investment has an annual return of five to eight percent. So I guess in rental income. And then it's like, oh, property values have appreciated in COVID, which is the same even here in Mm, the UK. mm. Um, And then, uh, yeah, he was just like, in short, South Africa is a no-brainer if you're in the diaspora, like as a place to invest, to get property. If you really want to have a place at home, he was like, you can get a place in South Africa and then maybe when you're now ready to go to Zim, sell that South African property and get something in Zim. Mm. Um, and then apparently it was like, oh, South Africa also has a 50, 50% financing option for all for Zimbabweans whilst in Zim it's cash. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's cash or very expensive mortgages. Right. Right. Whereas I guess like in SA, like it's financing kind of similar to 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 hear. So I think it's 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 quite it is quite 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 interesting. I'm trying mm. to think if like you're right, people should tell us because I know people who have bought land. Mm. I, I don't know what's you know like I said I know like there are all these Facebook groups where they've mm-hmm. done stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, it would be interesting to really find out. And I think the people who are actually, like, killing it are people who are buying the land and using it as, like, for farming. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. Because that is food. food. 
where food is, you know, there's yeah. there's life, you know. Um, but yeah, you, so yeah, guys, do reach out to us. Just DM us. But Mina, here's Here the we thing. Go, I don't have the patience of being Building. in a... You said there are all these WhatsApp groups. Mm. And then remember the first time you said, Ty, you pay 250 Right, yeah. it's to get started. And, and then, then maybe to register or something. Maybe now I'm like your details. And then what you're going to have, have is like straddlers, right? Because mm. if you're all coming, it's, you know, it's it's like trying to do a girl's trip abroad. Any trip abroad. Because it's five. Then you go down to, to <laughs> then go down to Amaweka <laughs> even. Exactly. Mm. So for me, that's kind of like, I'm like, uh, that's my hesitation. Mm. But I, I, you, you know, you can never go wrong with land, but I think the issue has to just be being clear about the why and your expectations mm. from it. And mm. also, I was watching this thing. Oh, I, f- I forgot who was talking. Like, they were saying, oh, you know, you should use an estate agent. Like, you should always use, and you can check. Apparently, there's like real estate agents, Zimbabwe, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a place where estate agents have to be licensed. Mm. So you can actually check if they are licensed. Oh, I because see. Because those estate agents, particularly in the urban areas where, mm. you know, there are title deeds, they can check, mm. to, you know, is the person who's selling, the actual person yeah. who's selling. Yeah, or is it... Exactly. So they can do all the due diligence. But yeah. sometimes people try to undercut convincing yeah, course, bills because they are so expensive. They are. Guys, you... At yes. some point, we need to talk about buying in the UK as well because that's another story. And but that's you can when, never go wrong. It, it is another story, but whoo! It's just a journey. But for another episode, that's when you mentioned convincing. I was just literally, um, you know, mm-hmm. I was just taken aback at just how much that cost. You know, it's ex- it's expensive, you know. So by like when you can't use stamp duty or mm-hmm. all these little searches and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, we the the flat is in an area where mm-hmm. um was it fifty miles within an asbestos something, we need to check asbestos. I'm like, really? Oh, that'll be fifty. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, carry on. Yeah, that'll be fifty pounds. Oh, by the way, we need to check for um water, you know, blah blah blah. That'll be a hundred pounds, you know. So all these extra costs. So you can imagine if you're in Zim, if you're dealing with that from Zim, and I sometimes feel with Zim such a transactional relationship. You're just constantly pumping money, you know. And that's all I say. That's my hesitation. But mm. but I guess I guess maybe it's it's not fair to kind of. Talk about Compare. the two in the same, mm. but with with the UK one, oh my god, the 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 so what you talk about it it, it is necessary though. So I'm I made a mistake of not because you know you get the your lender doing the surveying mm-hmm. right, but in addition, so what experienced buyers do mm. is. In addition to your lender survey, you get a private surveyor, mm-hmm. which is like another 400 pounds. Mm. Because apparently like your lender surveying is that they do what are called basic. like basic checks. So mm-hmm. like the structural and mm-hmm. stuff like that to check, okay, yes, we can lend to you. The private one, at least like they are thorough to the point that you can hold the seller accountable mm. and be like, 
nah, like, what is up with 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 your flooring? Mm. Like, mm. you got to fix this. What is up with this? Mm. Because, like I said, we'll do an episode because let me tell you the nightmare mm. of, I had property nightmares mm. of literally money bleeding because yeah, really. all these things are coming up. Yeah. Like, and you could have, the 400 pounds would have been a better investment yeah, to yeah. get that and hold those people and be like, nah, there's damp, there's this, this, mm. this. But now when, now when you are, but no, yes, let's do an episode on yeah. property, property development, opportunities. Um, also, I want someone to explain to me Dogecoin because people seem to be making money out here. No, no my really. Bitcoin, my Dogecoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what? My, my brother was telling me <laughs> that, um, no, I talk too much. No, we're not. What was he saying? No, no, no. Because I was about to say something and then I was like, no. Which brother? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, I was telling me somebody made a killing. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was I was like, I was like, uh, you know, tell them that you know, I am their sister too. So All right. okay. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Indeed. yeah, yeah. No, no. So guys, let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are. Also, guys, as we said, if you've had a good experience with investing in Zim, let us know. If you're Share. in property yeah. stuff in Zim, actually talk to us. Like what are the <laughs> options um and stuff? Like, yeah. Dude, maybe we could have you on the pod and have a wider discussion because you know, I think it's uh many people are curious and out of those curious people there's people who are re- really interested in doing it so reach out to us yes 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 okay 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 um anything else on your mind no um should we go to the music music music, music. okay so you put your let's hold i have i don't even remember which ones i've put but flip the music is that my my choice? Who is it? It's a song called "Forever" by. Uh, I'm loving this song. Uh, Giaki. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Where is Giaki. she from? It must be Western Africa.
why are you texting Natasha? Natasha? What is wrong with you? Your phone has been playing for a time. You've been Sorry. messaging. Who are you texting? No, because actually I had tweeted and said, can people hook me up with music from Blah? So All I'm looking right. at the tweets. Okay, let's go to your next song. Ndiza by Zahara. Vanessa's comments. What did she say? I can't read it out loud. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Vanessa. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> One day, this is an exposure. Who? <laughs> 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 you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Heban. So this is, so I, t- I told you that I tweeted and I said, mm-hmm. oh, can you guys hook me up with mm. new Blara music? So thank you to Sabelo who sent a link to this song called Yebo by Ryan Synth, Murphy Cubic. Sounds, young. sounds good. Hey. 
Yebo. Oh, by nice Ryan Sin S Y N T H. Ah, no, this is good, guys. We're gonna share it on our socials too. Okay, Golly, where can people find you on social media? Oli NC on Twitter. And I am at Malaika Diva on Twitter. Who are you texting now? So this is um, Novuyo Seagull. Novuyo Seagull. S-E-A-G-I-R-L. She's a liar girl. This is a song called Imbogodo. just to reiterate just reach out to us if you've had a positive experience we really want to showcase the positive side of things as well Zimbabwe that's Bulawayo mm-hmm. hit, hit us up cool 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 signing up guys <laughs> <laughs> 